Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. This week on the Get Ready for the Future show, how to get more out of 2019. Not out of greed or selfishness, but more out of your retirement, no matter how close or how far away you are from that destination. The critical steps of the retirement planning process on today's show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Get Ready for the Future show all across Arkansas. Glad to have you with us for another edition. Hope you're settled in for the next hour to talk about your finances, your future, and your retirement. Retirement is the key word today. How to get more out of 2019 with regards to building for your retirement. My name is Scott Inman. Marcus Osorio is to my left. Good morning, sir. Very good morning to you. Good to see you. And to my right, as always, John Shrewsbury, Janet Walker, welcome to you too. We're Thank just you. kind of fixtures over here, as always. <laughs> as, as always. always. <laughs> yeah. We are assembled around the uh, GenWealth Oval Table. It's not the round table. It is the Oval Table in Bryant, Arkansas, with offices across the state in West Little Rock, El Dorado, and Hot Springs, as well as in Northwest Louisiana. So getting more out of 2019, and, and obviously we always like to talk a little sports off the top, and, and the Super Bowl teams are set, Patriots and Rams. There are a few NFL fans across the country, though, John, I think that would have liked to have seen more out of the NFC and AFC championship <laughs> games, and not really the games themselves. I mean, they were great games. Yeah, Both of them went to overtime, but whew, if you checked out social media over the last seven days, you saw a little bit of complaining going on, for sure. <laughs> well, let's let's start with the obvious more here. Patrick Mahone <laughs> wanted more. He wanted an opportunity to, to you know go down the field again, which I think really does you know speak to uh, archaic rules. We yes. live in an industry that has some archaic rules. Uh, we we work in an industry and, and have to work around those archaic rules all the time because, uh, frankly, the Investment Advisors Act was written in 1940. Yeah, it's been and, a day and or two. So it's a little bit in, in the age of social media and things of that nature. It's a little hard to you know comply with the regulations and uh, be be current. And so when you think about the football game, uh, you know, I don't, it's not an archaic rule, but it, it obviously is one that a lot of people, myself included, think is a bit unfair mm-hmm. that you give one team one shot to make a touchdown and then, yeah. then you're done. All that said, oh my gosh, what a smoking hot mess it was in New Orleans. Yeah, that, of course, the officiating there. And that was, uh, oof, I told you the other day, I've become a replay abolitionist. Replay abolition. Because, really, I mean, think about it. Instant replay. something that's going to get investigated by the FBI? It sounds like, you know, one of those right-wing organizations that, like, build, uh, you know, compounds up in North Arkansas or something. It's a good name. It's it is. a good name, but it, it definitely is not that uh, it sorted at all. Okay. It's not worthy of being investigated. I, I have watched a lot of college football over my, over my time, obviously, over the years, and I've seen a lot on TV. I'm tired of instant replay. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. I mean, it's not working. I mean, and, and and in that case, you can't review. You're talking about the blown pass interference call that should have been called, and that's not reviewable. But we see on-field mistakes by officials. Live with it. Just move on. I'm yeah. tired of the game stopping for 15 minutes. Well, it's not while instant. they look at it. Yeah. There's nothing instant about it, and right. then they sometimes still get it wrong. Yes. Yeah. So, I, you, you see that, and and you you couldn't really tell whether. Um, uh, Edelman touched the pass, uh, touched the punt or not? Yeah. You know, you no. really could not tell one no, way gonna, or the other. We're going to look at it for 15 minutes as the yeah. announcers go over every detail and yes, zoom uh, in at every angle. How about Tony Romo? He oh, he's great. Isn't yeah. he great? I love him, <laughs> except yeah. for the replay thing. Ah, did he touch it? Oh, look at that one! I don't know. Oh, come on, Romo, shut up and just you know, let, let the replay play. So, who's going to win? It's not this week, and it's next week. Oh of man, you've got a week to think about it. Who's going to win, Mark? I don't know. I think the Patriots have quite a uh, quite a role there, and uh, you know they they have a dynasty almost. Never bet against Tom Brady. That's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Well, and and you know they they have that kind of Alabama thing going on. Yes, you know. It's, so it could go the it, other it, direction. It, it, yeah. It, well, no, no. What I'm what I'm saying is is that if there's a call, it's going to be in the favor of the Patriots. I, that's just yeah. all there is to it. Uh, privilege. You know, yeah, yeah, privilege. Yes. That's that's it. New yeah. England privilege. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Patriots, so that's two. 
You Patriots? Um, no, I'm going to have to go with the Rams just because I'm tired of the Patriots. I, I would kind of like to see somebody else win it, but I got to go with the Patriots because, like you said, it, you know, if you if you bet against Tom Brady, you're probably going to lose that bet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Imagine me being the, the rebel of the bunch here, no going way. the other way. I can't imagine that. Oh, I wholeheartedly <laughs> want the Rams to win. Okay, I, yeah. I'll, I'll be right, clear so about we're, that. We're, we're yes. good. Yeah. But, but I'm just if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about wagers or and we're not talking about wagers, we're friendly <laughs> little lunchtime, you know, yes. sandwiches yes. or something. Yes, I, I I would go with the Patriots. I just wouldn't bet against them. So this game is set now. We've talked a little bit about you know wanting more. That's our that's our topic for today, and I think there's a nice bridge here to what we're going to be talking about today. Because even though we didn't like the overtime rules in, in the NFL, we think they should change, and hopefully they will. And, and we didn't like the human error involved with officiating. We have to play within the rules. Yes, that's the way football is. That's the way life is. And I think some people, a lot of people, feel like those rules may be stacked against them, or those rules are too difficult to march for a long time with discipline and sacrifice to get to where they want. I found it interesting when you look at some uh, recent stats of the large number, the large number of people who say that their top source or top dream for retirement is going to be win the lottery. Wow. You know, you see these commercials for the Arkansas lottery, and I'm not here to tell people whether they should or should not play the lottery, but don't bet on winning it. I mean, that's the thing, right? Yeah. And the commercials. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they? We've got them right here in front of them. One in 175 million on the Mega Millions jackpot. One in 175 million. Now, and the, and the ad campaign that's out there for the Arkansas Lottery uses that word more. They use our word yes. more. Yeah, yes. it's not our word. I mean, everybody uses it. But as if somehow you put your money on that ticket, guys, and, and, and all of a sudden you're going to get more out of your retirement. Well, it takes more than just buying a lottery ticket to retire. It does. A, a whole lot more. And, and you've got to be in a situation where you are uh, have the odds stacked in your favor, sort of like the Patriots do. You know, they, they've got the deck stacked in their favor. Most of the time when they go on the field, either psychologically or otherwise, they have this, this mojo going on. And in reality, you've got to have things lined up in your favor uh, way more than 175 million to one uh, for you to have a successful retirement. But a lot of people uh, don't want to work through the complexity of that. They want to hope that they can get a lottery ticket and it's all kind of done very quickly. So let's talk about reality versus hope. And uh, let's talk about where sources of retirement income actually come from. So this is a recent Gallup study that identified the top 10 sources of retirement income. So listen to these as we go through them and see what you have a good handle on, what you might not have at all. So number one, retirement savings accounts. Two, home equity. Three, pension plans. Four, social security. Five, CDs. Six, stocks and mutual funds. Seven, retirement jobs. Eight, annuities or insurance plans. Nine, inheritance. Ten, rent and royalties. Mark, after we went through that whole list of the the top ten retirement income sources, what did we notice that is not on the list? I do not see the lottery in there, do you? (laughs) No, I don't. I, I don't understand why. I don't get it. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not too reliable, maybe. But I do think that, and this has changed. Number one, five, six years ago was not retirement savings account. It was more like Social Security pension plans. People, right. people are waking up to yes. the realization that it is on them to build those retirement plans to get, get more out of their retirement. Well, look. A lottery is simply a derivative of Vegas, and they did not build Vegas on people who go out there and win. They built it on people that went out there and lost, you know, and spent money and all of that. Mm -hmm. And and it is not a winning game. You've got to have a winning game. And I was just thinking a minute ago, Scott, what if we had instant replay on the stock market? (laughs) That'd be really handy in our business. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, I think I just thought I'd throw that in there since you were a replay abolitionist. I'd be in favor of it (laughs) on the stock market if we could get that. Replay or do over? Do over. Yeah. Yeah, Watch it again. Yeah. We just want to live it again. I don't want to do that. Yes. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a break. Just getting started on today's show. Be right back. Stick around. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after this. Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. 
Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. All right, after the holiday earlier this week, we saw volatility, John, return to the market, a little bit more bounce back in the stock market. We knew it was going to come back at some sure. point. It, it is a constant with us. It has been more severe, certainly, in the last uh, 90 days or so than it has been uh, for most of 2017 and 2018. But when you talk about why this is happening and where it may even why it may even continue it still goes back to a, a a discussion about emotion versus fundamentals yeah and we talked about the fundamentals at our workshop this past week uh on the fundamentals in our outlook 2019 and here's the bottom line the economy for the most part is doing really well but there is a lot of fear, a lot of concern, a lot of apprehension about things. Scott, have you ever been around a compulsive worrier? I have, yeah. Well, yeah. you know the story of a compulsive worrier. They're worried all the time about something. Sure. And if they don't have something to worry about, they're worried because they don't have something to worry about. Right. And that really troubles them. So they're in this yeah. constant state of turmoil. And that's almost where we see some of this economic stuff uh, right now, because because the economy has been good for a good while. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, you know, we're tired of winning, if I could coin the president's <laughs> phrase. But yeah. the bottom line of it is, is that the economy is giving us some mixed signals as far as what the future may look like. And I will tell you, anytime you start yeah. trying to to predict the future, you run into problems. It's now, a big the, May there. It's the, the May is the, the key word yes, there. Yeah. Yes. And the Fed, the Federal Reserve Board, has this project they call the Blue uh, the Beige Book. Yep. Uh, and the Beige Book actually is a survey of Main Street America to see kind of how people feel about the economy. And there's some good stuff in that. And there's some caution in that. And, and, and I think it's a healthy dose of caution as late as we are in the economic cycle. And so at LPL Research, they have a beige book barometer. Now it hit the lowest point this month that it has had, has had in nine months. But if you look prospectively, it is still very much above the the break point where strong versus weak is, and it is no lower than it really has been any time since 2010, 2011. And so when you think about this, I'm not sure that this whole idea of thinking ourselves or worrying ourselves into a recession and having this self-fulfilling prophecy that we've talked on the show before about isn't actually beginning to happen uh, to some degree with some of the pundits that are out there. Yeah, when you talk about 2017 and, and the first half of 2018, there was some exuberance and excitement about things when it comes to investing and, and, and the uh, e economic data that people were reading. But as you reach the crest, and, and, and somewhere down the line we're going to be reaching that crest, yes. there is that worry that kicks in. We had, the, we had the trade worries, we had the interest rate worries, and now Main Street's starting to feel a little bit uh, uncertain about some things. And that's not to mean, as you mentioned, the word caution. There are some indicators that, that we should be cautious about, but not panic about. Look, we are in our 10th year of an economic expansion. 10 years, never had one that's actually gone on this long in a bull market that has accompanied it. Now, we've had this volatility. We told you that there was going to be some volatility in late 2018 and 2019, and boom, there it was. And so we've got to understand the reality of where we are. And will there be a recession at some point in time? Absolutely. But we still see good, solid GDP growth in 2019, somewhere in the two and a half, two and three quarter percent range, maybe as much as three percent. But we also look at capital expenditures of businesses, and we think that the economy still has some legs under it, despite all the worries. That is a look at the fastest four minutes in investing for this week. We thank you for watching on social media and listening on the Get Ready for the Future show. And we're back in a moment on radio. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. More where that came from after the break. From the studios of the Gen Wealth Radio Network, 
back to the Get Ready for the Future show. How to get more out of 2019 when it comes to your finances, and really more specifically, the fine bead we're drawing today is how to get more out of your retirement in 2019. And that doesn't mean you're retiring in 2019. We're talking about some things, some steps, some critical processes to put in place so that you can target whenever retirement is. Maybe it is 2019. Maybe it's 2028. Maybe it's any year you pick, wherever you are along that journey to your retirement destination, some critical things to think about, some steps to take to get more out of 2019. And speaking of more, John and Janet have a book called Your Retirement Should Be More. And you can find out about it at retirementshouldbemore.com. But we do want to tell you, be sure to stay with us for the rest of the Get Ready for the Future show today. If you're just joining us, uh, by the end of the hour, we are going to be giving away a copy of Your Retirement Should Be More. And, and John, it's been a little bit, I think it's been a couple of shows since we've really talked about uh, the book in in detail. But when you talk about this word more and the title of your book, that's, that's the title of every chapter in that book. Eight chapters of more in this book, and each one of them take on a different aspect of your retirement years. We look at all types of things that that you're going to likely confront in your retirement and help you to try to think through that and navigate around some of those things so you can have more in your retirement. So things like more personal, more dependable, more strategic, or maybe this is a really good one for the timing with all the volatility that's going on. How about your retirement being more certain? Or more purposeful Mm. or more confident. You know, a lot of people would love to have more confidence these days. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's really one thing that <clears throat> with the volatility in the markets and what have you, it begins to shake confidence. And unless you have a plan, that confidence will be shaken basically on a daily basis yes. because you really don't know when you wake up in the morning what the market is going to do. Just out of habit, I, I, I get up in the morning, I turn on one of the uh, uh, business news channels just to see what the pre-market uh, indicators are, just to kind of get a feel for what the market's going to do. And I will tell you, it is it is literally a 50-50 shot. Whether those guys are in a good mood or a bad mood or whether they're buying or selling, you just don't have any rhyme or reason. Yeah, and when it comes to what we said in the first segment, playing within the rules, when we were talking about the football games, you know, you may not like the NFL overtime rule, but you got to play within the rules. You have to understand the rule is there's going to be market volatility, and the plan has to include accepting that and preparing for that. And Scott, you know, when you think about planning, you think about it being some long, arduous task. It's like that 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 vacation I went on to Disney World. It just went <laughs> on and on and on. And, and so are many. you the only guy in the world who didn't like his trip to Disney World? I didn't like my trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the other thing that I think about when I think about your trip to Disney World that we've heard about oh so many times yeah. now yeah. is that. Uh, Every moment was planned. And I think that that's that's important to understand about a financial plan as well, that it doesn't have to be restrictive. Like your your whole deal at Disney World is you were not – allowed to have the flexibility of saying hey let's let's go do this instead or yeah. let's you know let's go do that instead or it take was a just, break <laughs> yes it, let's sit and chill instead you know and so you didn't have that flexibility and your your plan for retirement it does need to have flexibility mm-hmm. built into it because life is going to deal you a hand that you were not expecting and frankly even if it's good news you just want to be able to be flexible well, look here here's the deal we were stressed because we were trying to get from one thing to the other and be sure we got everything in so it was a uh, it was a long two or three days of stress of run 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 go 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 and try to hit these deadlines and hit these spots at a certain time and all you better of this. have fun right now because it's on the schedule that's right <laughs> that's right and, and you can't so, take a break until the break's on the schedule right <laughs> but but you know what you want is some margin in in your retirement you want to have a a less stressful retirement than yeah. you had as far as your work years were concerned and so planning actually does that we see all the time people who have a plan 
really do have less stress because they kind of know, okay, here's the game plan. And it's not being dictated by whether the market is up or down or sideways on any given day. So we've been referencing without really going into any detail, this, this trip that you and your family went on years ago to Disney World and your wife, Debbie, who is a details person, planned out every single detail. John, I think one of the reasons that people put off doing a financial plan is they feel like it's going to be overwhelming. But let me ask you a question. Who spent more time on their plan? Was it Debbie planning for Disney World or the average GenWealth client involved in their plan, their financial plan? Clearly, if I'm in charge of the planning, Debbie spent way more time because I, we we plan very efficiently here at GenWealth, yes. and we make it really easy for people yeah. to get their arms around it and really step into it in a comfortable way. So the point is, it, it's infinitely easier to put together your financial plan than it is to, frankly, plan a trip to Disney World. Yes, absolutely. Without question, it is. And and one of the things I think is really important, and we point this out in the book, Scott, is that your plan has got to be personal. It can't be this very tactical thing. It has to be very personal. Or, Mark, it just doesn't work for some people. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, your story about Disney World, um, for me, I got to go this last year and I went with a couple of friends that, that live there. They know the place. They know, uh, you know, me as well. And so they planned the whole thing out. I didn't have to lift a finger. So whenever we got there, uh, they had, they had it all lined up. All I had to do was basically have fun, right? And follow Enjoy the guide. It. Exactly. Yeah. So that to me made it a great experience. Yeah. That brings up a great point because there are varying levels of participation in that retirement plan. That's, right. That's exactly what a lot of people want in retirement. They want to live their retirement yes. and have the plan in place and have that, uh, that feeling that they know everything is working regardless of where the market is, regardless of that volatility, they're just there to live their retirement and experience it. A lot of people want to know a few more details and that's in there too. So it is a different personality fit. And it goes to the point that we're making here in this segment that your retirement to get more out of it, it needs to be more personal, not just about investments. And and I can't tell you guys how many people I've sat with, with that they come in and they have an account over here, an account over there, an account over in that former 401k that they haven't worked at that job in 15 years. And at some point, that is maybe the driving factor that has driven have, has brought them to the point where they want to meet with a GenWell financial advisor is just to consolidate all of those accounts or at least consider it. And that becomes the formation of the plan. Well, I, I just met with some clients that, that we had a, a, a small rollover IRA of, of the husbands. And since we had met, they had had a couple, three job changes and he had formed a company and first one thing, then the other. And they had all this stuff going on. And they were like, look, I just got fatigue. I got a simple yeah. and I got an SEP and I got a 401k and I got an old 401k and I got your IRA. What do we do with all this? And so it was really just personalizing that for them, getting it more focused on what they needed to do. And we sat down and we walked through and, and came up with three things things that they need to do right now to make some adjustments in their plan for them to to not only be on track, but to feel like that they are on track and making it more personal. According to Limra, only 16% of the population has a formal written retirement plan. So it is still something that even though you may have a financial advisor, you may or may not get the formal written retirement plan. Well, we build those every day here at GenWealth. And when we talk about how we build it, it becomes first and foremost education driven. We want you to understand everything that we're communicating and listening to you about during that process. It is strategy based. We've talked about the market volatility here in this segment, and the strategy is to expect that market volatility. Building an investment strategy to have that volatility over time, and we're going to get into details a little bit more about that as the show goes on, and it is team delivered. And John, we have a team assembled here of the four of us, but the GenWealth team is much larger than that. 
Anytime you meet with a GenWealth advisor or let's just say a GenWealth employee, what you need to think about is there is a whole team of people standing behind that person, maybe not literally in the meeting room, but right. but working with them and working together as a team because collaboration, Mark, is, is huge. You, you play a, a big role in that sort of behind the scenes with uh, some of our lead advisors. Uh, you play that collaborative role a, as a, as a paraplanner. I do. And for me, it's been something that, that I've really enjoyed because, uh, you know, we, we build a retirement plan that's, that's a blueprint, uh, for, for clients, right? And we know that, that a plan is more about than, than just investments, right? So I really get to come in on that strategy part, uh, and, and deliver that for the, our clients. And Janet, I think that it's really important for people to understand this team concept. There are different disciplines yes. that people have here at GenWealth, different expertise, uh, be it in, in the operational aspect of our business, the investment aspect of our business, insurance, uh, financial planning, you name it. We've got folks that excel in those key areas and we bring the, that, that, uh, uh, intellectual capital yes. together when we're planning for someone's retirement. You know, I was just thinking yesterday uh, as I was reaching out to uh, another advisor on the team to ask them a question that, you know, it, it's funny that you and I, John, as the as the founders of GenWealth and, and people, clients look at us and go, well, I want to I want to meet with them because they probably know the most. What you don't know is sometimes we're reaching out to other team members because that's their area of expertise. Everybody Everybody here, uh, you know, they're they're strong in their own areas, but we rely on each other. I, I truly, at this point in our careers, cannot imagine a, a week where we didn't reach out to another team member to ask them something. And, and we do it so often. And vice versa. If Scott is meeting with someone in the West Little Rock office, yeah. there's very likely going to be a conversation between Scott and you or Scott and me or Scott and another team member yes. about that meeting. And you may not have ever actually laid eyes on that team member, but they actually did have a major influence on that financial plan. So when you talk about how to get more out of 2019, we, we're talking about how to get more out of your retirement. Steps to take, critical steps for your retirement, even if your retirement is not this year, it's next year, it's five years, it's 10 years away. And we talked in this segment about it being more strategic. If you spent more time planning a vacation, then you have spent planning for your retirement. On paper, on purpose, don't be a part of the 16% or be a part of the 16%. Let's get that number up. <laughs> be a part of 16% of the population that has a formal written retirement plan. And then we talked about it being more personal, more than just a collection of investments. We're going to take a break. Be back. The Get Ready for the Future show continues on how to get more out of 2019. Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA. More straight talk about money after this break. We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We talked about in the last segment as we hone in on how to get more out of 2019 with regards to more for your retirement, whenever that retirement may be, about Gen Wealth's process of being education-driven, strategy-based, and team delivered. Part of that education driven part is the Gen Wealth Academy workshop. You just heard the Mr. Announcer guy tell you that Gen Wealth Academy workshop is headed towards you somewhere. You can check it out at getreadyforthefuture.com. But we do want to take a minute to talk about the most recent Gen Wealth Academy workshop that happened just this past week. And it was a big crowd out for Market Outlook 2019. And, and driven by LPL Research, John and Janet did the presentation about where the markets may be headed in the upcoming year. Uh, the 2019 market volatility has already returned after uh, after MLK Day. We saw a little bit of that. I think that probably drove attendance, John, just a little bit. But when you come when you come back to the education driven aspect of our process here, 
Those Gen Wealth Academy workshops are always free to attend. We want you to take something away from it, and we're not there to sell you anything. And I think everybody experienced that last Thursday night. Well, and and we were really focused on the fundamentals of the market, Scott. And <clears throat> I think that that in this time where people are, you know, being bombarded with every opinion out there in the world and a lot of them tainted by one side or the other of politics, I think it's refreshing to just go, okay, stop. Let's just look at the facts. Let's look at the fundamentals of how a market works and understand what you need to know about the market, not being polluted by a lot of noise out there that that is going to fester itself in any political environment, much less the one that we're in right now, because obviously the advent of Donald Trump has done some things from an economic standpoint that have been very positive for the markets and what have you, but also it has created a firestorm of controversy and that's spilling over into economic outlooks. There are more Gen Wealth Academy workshops coming up. The next one is next month in February, the end of February, so still a few weeks away. But February 28th, mark your calendars at 6.30. We'll be at Mike's Place in Conway. The subject of that workshop is the three big risks. What are the three big risks to your retirement, and what are some strategies to take on those big risks? We also have some Social Security workshops coming up in the spring. If you want to find out more, just go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com. There's all sorts of resources resources on our website that you can check out, and including a way to register for free for the next Gen Wealth Academy workshop. Now, we talked about in the first segment giving away a book. John and Janet have written uh, their first book, Your Retirement Should Be More. Uh, you can find out more about that at retirementshouldbemore.com. But we've got a copy to give away to our listeners. And all you have to do, we've got five copies, I should say, right? Five, yes. five copies to five give copies. away. We, uh, all we want you to do is send us an email. So get write this down, info, or you, you can probably remember it, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Just send us an email, say, I want the book. The first five people to email us right now get a copy of your retirement should be more. Janet, uh, retirement should be more.com is where they can go and actually order the book, but they can save some money, get it for free uh, by sending us this email. But what they get for free really does have a lot of potential value for them as they move into retirement. Absolutely. The, the feedback that we've gotten on the book, and this was our intent, so we're, we're glad to hear this feedback, is it's a it's an easy read. It's, you know, an afternoon of, of reading from cover to cover, and you'll be done with it. Um, but the, most importantly, it is more of a personal touch. It is not your, you know, your detailed numbers type of financial book. It is more of the picture of a personal understanding of retirement and what you really want it to be. And I think it has caused a lot of people to think differently about their retirement, which is really what we intended. I would say that it's education driven. Yes. Strategy based. And, and team delivered for sure. There's more than John and Janet on that team delivered. It yeah. took a lot of people. As a matter of fact, to to uh, to give a nod to our own personal Mr. TV announcer over here, yes. our radio announcer as it is now, yeah. uh, that Scott Inman is the voice of the uh, audio book. And Casey Cochran, our producer, uh, is also the artist. I had somebody email yeah. me and say, hey, who's that artist? And so it, it's all done in house. We didn't farm right. anything out. It was all done in house, and uh, it is it's a labor of love by our team because we do really want you to find more in your retirement. So to get a copy, a free copy, just be one of the first five people to email us right now. Info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Just shoot it over. Say I want the book. We'll get that out to you. So as we talk about how to get more out of 2019, a couple of more as we've talked about, being more strategic about your finances in 2019, spending a little time planning for retirement like you spend time spending uh, planning for vacation. It also has to be more personal. It is not a one-size-fits-all approach, more than just investments, consolidation of those accounts, becoming strategy-based, uh, and, and learning about where you're trying to uh, go in your retirement destination. And we're going to talk in this segment about being more certain. There is a very descriptive process 
that GenWealth puts clients through as we walk down this road to retirement. And again, I, I can't emphasize enough that it, if, even if retirement is this year, you go through this process. If retirement is five years away, we go through this process. And if it, retirement is 10 years away, we're going to go through this process. The GenWealth Ready to Retire process. And it starts with, John, really getting a clear picture of income. We say this a lot on the show. A lot of people want to know how much money do I need to retire? In other words, how big does my asset pile need to be as I walk up to retirement, as if it's a magic number? And I think the the financial services industry has done much to perpetuate that myth that it's somehow a magic number that everybody gets there and they're going to have a great retirement. But we believe the conversation needs to be centered around income. You know, you're absolutely right. It really is all about income. Just as an example, um, one of our advisors met with a couple this past week where they have two Social Security checks and they have three pensions coming in. And so when you look at five guaranteed monthly income checks, you know, what they need, quote unquote, need above and beyond that, frankly, is nothing. Now, would they like to have some additional money? Yes. And, and that's where the investments come into play, maybe an old 401k, things like that. But they don't have to have anything else above what those monthly checks are going to give them. But most people these days don't have a pension. And Social Security is probably not what they would like for it to be. So they have needs above and beyond what that guaranteed check is going to give them. So let's talk about what uh, this this process looks like. And, and let's start by saying who this process is for. If you are accumulating money for retirement uh, and, and you're more than, let's say, 10 years out from retirement, we're probably not going to go through the, as detailed a process as we would if you're closer to retirement. Additionally, you know, the ideal client in the GenWealth Ready to Retire process is a successful accumulator who has gotten about uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of $250,000 or more accumulated for retirement. And now they're ready to begin how, planning how they get income from those assets. How do you convert that? How do you make that happen? And so, Mark, when you think about these steps, they're very basic and, and it begins with a conversation. It begins with folks coming into the office and having a conversation with an advisor. And where it starts is, you know, you share your financial needs and desires, right? So uh, your income need and in retirement, the ideas of how you went to spend your time and any areas where special attention is needed. So, so so when you think about that, that income need, that is one of the things that we struggle a lot with because people just don't think about how much income they need to have when they retire. Right. And I mean, a lot of people think about that, you know, big number that they, uh, it's, it's some pie in the sky magic, uh, number and, uh, reality. We all think of income more on a, on a monthly basis, right? That's right. So that's really where we need to start. Well, when you think about it too, guys, there may be an asset level that you reach where you can devise a way to receive income from your assets without selling shares of those investments. But there aren't very many people in Arkansas that are in that boat. No. The income plan is going to likely involve with the clients that we work with on some level selling shares of their investments. And that's where I think people are like, I just don't know how to do that. I don't know how to create a consistent income or build a consistent income out of what I have spent a lifetime accumulating. And so when you get your plan from GenWealth, it will have a strategy that employs that that principle that really does speak to that. So you come in, you share your financial needs and desires, and then, Janet, we go to work beginning to share with you our strategies and our principles for investing, and that's where the education process yes. begins. You know, there's a lot of education that occurs even in the very first meeting with an advisor because uh, when, when investors come in and begin asking questions, you know, we, we have a whiteboard in our meeting room, so it, it becomes very much a teacher and student relationship where we go to the whiteboard and go, okay, let me explain this. Let me walk through what you were never taught in school. And and I would say, just to encourage those of you out there listening, uh, don't be ashamed of what you don't know, because frankly, it's the way our education system is set up. Um, you can go through school and get, you know, 15 doctorate degrees. And if you did not focus on investments as an area 
of study, you never really got taught how to do this. You got taught how to go get a job and how to do your job, but you didn't get taught how to handle that paycheck. And that's what we want to help you understand in preparation for retirement and throughout retirement. Janet, my clients that I spoke of a few minutes ago that had all the accounts and everything, that's what we did. Yeah. I, I got up on the board and, and began to map out, okay, this is a simple IRA and this is how it works. They had one, but they didn't know how it works. Now, right. the guys that, that this guy works for are in Louisiana and, you know, another advisor down there with another firm had set up this simple and really hadn't taught them anything, really hadn't told them anything. They just said, you need an account. Here you go. Here it is. And that is the sad saga of most of the retirement planning that goes on in this country is people throw money at accounts without any kind of strategy or any kind of education behind it, Scott. We're talking today on the Get Ready for the Future show about how to get more out of your 2019 with regards to building your plan for retirement. We've talked about how it needs to be more strategic, more personal, and in this segment, more certain. The certain part being the process that GenWealth has devised to walk you through. The GenWealth Ready to Retire process. We've talked about how you share your financial needs and desires. We share our principles and strategies. So what happens next? We'll walk through more of that process on the other side of the break. And also when we come back, John and Janet have a story for us about Troy the Engineer. That sounds like a children's book title. (laughs) See where that goes. That's our next book. Yeah, yeah. that's a good follow-up. The show continues in a moment. Have a financial question? Want answers? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, your location, and your question. And we'll answer your question on the air. If you aren't following us on social media, you're missing out. Check out behind-the-scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. Just search for GenWealth on Facebook or follow us at GenWealthFA on Twitter. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Talking about how to get more out of 2019 when it comes to building your plan for retirement. Whenever that retirement date is, how to get more this year, some steps to take to get more out of 2019 as we welcome you back for our final segment of the Get Ready for the Future show. And a reminder about your chance to win a free copy of John and Janet's book, Your Retirement Should Be More. All we need is an email. Just send us an email that's to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. The first five people to send us an email during today's show will get a free copy of our book. And we've been walking through the GenWealth Ready to Retire process. And that's one of our mores today, that your retirement should be more certain. And that certainty is in the process of going through the steps to build that plan. And we're really, guys, describing what the appointment process is uh, for, for our prospective clients who come in on that first appointment, that they share their financial needs and desires. We get an idea of what your income need will be in retirement. Also ideas about how you'll spend your time, and that's how we start to really develop a desired income number, discretionary income. We add the discretionary income and the required income need for the total income number and any other areas uh, where special attention needs to be paid. And then we talk about our principles and strategies. We talked about going to the whiteboard being education-driven, kind of delving into our strategies of how we build a plan. So that's the first appointment. But the process is not over. John, that's when our team of advisors goes to work. Absolutely. they uh, We create a plan, as we like to say, it's on paper, on purpose. Uh, it has a very focused purpose on it, but it's also a written plan that you can refer back to. Uh, it becomes your roadmap for retirement. And so what that plan does is it really does a number of things, but we focus on three major risks. We call them the three big risks of, of retiring that you don't face when you're accumulating money for retirement, these risks show up, Janet, about the time that you show up to retire. They absolutely do. So just to kind of hit the the high points on this, outliving your money. So you've got longevity risk there. The rising cost of living, you're dealing with inflation. We all know that is very real. And then volatile markets. And with volatile markets, that's the one that gets pretty tricky. Uh, it, It deals a lot with when you're withdrawing your income and from what source. And the the difference maker there, that can be whether or not you are 
are able to make it through retirement and still have a paycheck. We have seen studies that show it is highly dependent upon how you withdraw those funds. So these these three big risks that we deal with in the general threat to retire process are actually going to be the topic on February 28th when we are at Mike's Place in Conway. That's what we're talking about is those three big risks. How do you recognize them? How do you confront them? How do you plan to deal with those in retirement? So Scott, if they want to join us for that workshop at Mike's Place in Conway on February 28th at 6.30. What do they need to do? Well, we'd love for you to register so we can get an idea of how many people are coming. The date is February 28th. The time is 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway. The three big risks education is the focus of that workshop. Dinner will be provided. That's why we want a headcount. We need a registration before uh, you arrive. You can go to getreadyforthefuture.com and sign up to attend. We'd love to see you there. Get some information, get a meal, and that is uh, the main focus of the Three Big Risk Gen Wealth Academy workshop. There are more coming uh, all spring long, too. The next up are going to be on Social Security, so you can find out more on that as we get a little closer to those dates. So we talked about addressing the three big risks. That's one of the factors in building your plan as a part of the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And then we collaborate to help you harness the power of more. And, and, and when we talk about harnessing the power of more, it's again starting kind of around an income uh, perspective because we want to optimize social security. And that's one of the things I think people really need some help thinking through. In many cases, we've mentioned on this show many times about how many claiming strategies there are. Right. So that's part of the process. And then included in that plan too, recommending ready to retire investments. What does that mean, John? Scott, I, I, I love this part of what we do because we apply math and science to this whole idea of investing. So if you think about how the ready-to-retire process is set up in the income for life model, uh, we use very conservative investments on the front end of the retirement timeline more aggressive investments, more equity-based, growth-oriented investments in the long term. And we do that because the math and science says that, you know, long term, you got a much higher probability of getting a positive rate of return uh, that is going to help you stay ahead of inflation if you invest in equities for the long term and leave them alone. So when you talk about long term, we're talking about 15 years and beyond in retirement. And guys, there has never been a 15 year period in the market when it was negative. And so all the volatility that's going on right now, if you if you're retired and you're only seeing that volatility in your long term bucket of money, so to speak, money that you're not going to need for 15 plus years, then you can sit back and go, you know what? We can give that time. It's not affecting my grocery money, the money that I'm receiving every month right now. It is only the long-term aspect of my overall retirement plan, and we're going to give it time. And Scott, this this process to harness the power of more is more than just investments. We begin to talk about options for healthcare because we know it's very likely that you're going to face some declining health as you get older and how you deal with that, how you pay for that, how you look to find the best care is a big part of the entire ready to retire process because we know that that has a major impact on your assets. So once that plan is in place, you have gone through the ready to retire process. It is not over on the day of presentation of that plan. If we implement the plan for you, the relationship continues. We summarize everything in plain language. The implementation includes setting up accounts, transferring assets, paying attention to detail, and then when you retire, beginning income on your schedule and a consistent income with according to that plan. Scott, one of the biggest uh, things that we educate people about is that when they come to the table and they say, well, I think I'm going to need X number of dollars, let's say $5,000 a month for retirement. Mark, when they give us that number, that's actually a spendable number. That's that's what they're thinking they have in their budget to spend is $5,000. But we have to look at that a little bit differently because the tax man's standing there, right? Correct. And Uncle Sam's got to have his. So uh, we make all the calculations needed to make sure that we are, we are going to arrive at that spendable amount. 
So that, that $5,000 may have to be 6000 6200 6300 depending on their tax situation, to net the $5,000. And so that is kind of the, 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 the math that we have to go through at the beginning of the retirement income process. But then, Janet, as time rolls on, you think about the situation that people find themselves in when they hit retirement age uh, 70 and a half. That yes. is a magic age that the government says, if you've got IRAs, traditional IRAs, 401k plans that you had at your old employer, all of this, they may want a big chunk of that if you're not taking out your required minimum distribution. You know, I think required minimum distributions for a lot of people are scary because they don't understand them. Nobody's ever explained it. And by the time you get to 70 and a half, when it matters, um, frankly, you haven't paid attention to a lot of a lot of the rules and details on anything in a while because most people are retired and just living that comfortable lifestyle each day and not thinking about, oh, uh, this year's different. I have to do something new. And when that does come along, they get scared just because they don't understand it. And we have had people think that their their withdrawal amount was going to be measurably more. I had a gentleman one time who he thought he was going to have to withdraw like 21%. In the first year when you do this, it's 3.65% of your IRA assets, your traditional dollars, I should say, because it's subject to the, the 401ks and all of that. But it really is important the first time you go through this to sit down with an advisor and have them walk through this process with you. Because if you think about it, if this gentleman had pursued what he thought was right, he would have exposed a measurable amount of money to taxes unnecessarily. But Mark, this is a critical question because if you mess this up, it can be very costly to you. Certainly. I mean, the uh, tax penalty on that could be up to 50% if if you don't take that uh, required minimum distribution. So if you'd like to learn more about the GenWealth Ready to Retire process, if you're ready to go through it yourself, here's how to do it. Write this phone number down, 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 to connect with a GenWealth advisor. You can also send us an email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. One final more. We've only got about a minute and a half left, but retiring to a purpose, more purpose in your retirement. Now, this is not something probably you'll hear a lot of advisors talk about, but it is a big topic of discussion at Gen Wealth. Absolutely. I had a client, uh, we're going to call him Troy the Engineer. That's not his real name, but uh, he was uh, working in a job and he was just ready to retire. And he's, he had all these things he wanted to do and everything. And, and so we got him retired. And so about six months into his retirement, he picks up the phone one day and, and calls me and I can clearly tell he's on a cell phone and he's in a noisy truck, it sounds like. And I said, Troy, what are you doing? He said, man, I've gone back to work. Well, I'm flabbergasted because I'm like, you got plenty of money coming in. Why did you go back to work? He said, I got so dadgum bored at the house. It drove me crazy. I didn't have anything to do. I ran out of stuff to do. And my wife was giving me stuff to do, and I didn't (laughs) want to do that. So I wanted to go and work again so I could feel like I had a purpose. So some people find that purpose in volunteering. Some people do, like he was doing, work retirement. They decide, you know what, I'm not really ready to just fully retire. I'm going to continue to work for a paycheck. Whatever it is, you need to find your purpose. What makes, what what fuels your soul? If you missed any of today's show, check us out on our podcast. You can do that via iTunes or Stitcher. Don't forget about the Three Big Risks Workshop, February 28th at 6.30 at Mike's Place Restaurant in Conway. If you're anywhere near Conway, make plans to attend absolutely free to do that. And to set up your first step in the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, call us at 501-653-7355. We thank you for being with us on this week's show. Hope you'll join us again next week. Have a great weekend. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. 